Resident Evil. Oh, yeah. Released <laughs> March 15th, 2002. Um, another Paul W.S. Anderson favorite. I'm Dylan Vento. I was trying to think of a good reference. I'm just Nick, I guess. I'm just, <laughs> just Nick. Nick. Just Nick. <laughs> oh, and what's that? Is that a third voice? That's right. It's Alex Damrath. Oh, holy shit. The master of unlocking. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you came up with one. This is a track mode. Well, I didn't know if I wanted to be like, I'm Jill, the master of unlocking. And then I was like, that doesn't make any sense. It's not even the person who says it. <laughs> and I was like, I can't be like, so I was like, do I introduce Alex? I ran into every problem with that intro. Well, <laughs> hmm. uh, can I always go with my favorite new Resident Evil joke, uh, uh, Boulder Punching Bastard. Oh, yeah. That series takes a wild ride. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, hmm. Y'all, y'all like Resident Evil? The I'm games? a fan. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. They, How about the movies? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, on certain on a certain level, yes. I will say these are <laughs> like we've hit an era, maybe not an era, because maybe that's maybe that's going too far. But it's too grand is, a term. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It is. As a franchise, I enjoy that these movies exist and how ridiculous they get. And they're like they're they're maybe not so bad they're good but they're teetering on that edge, right? Like they're bad mm-hmm. enough to be watchable mm-hmm. without being like painful, right? At least most of the time. <laughs> they got that they got that early aughts kind of funk to them where it's just mm-hmm. it, it, it it's that, it's it's that, a funk. it's that, yeah, it's funk. It's that era of movies that kind of just rode on the the coattails of the matrix where i think everyone was just riding high so much on what the wachowskis was doing it's like yeah sure why not i'll go to the movies i'll whatever this lady (laughs) kicking people it's fine i'll watch this yeah yeah it's just uh uh all you had to do was promise to be like an action movie that was at least similar you know Or, or claim to like have someone from the matrix crew on this yeah and your movie was successful do you have new metal and a slow motion action shot? You're in. Yeah. Is it at least one funding. of your characters wearing a trench coat? Yeah. yeah. You're, How much you're leather in. is in the movie? There's a leather to quality ratio that needs to be <laughs> met in order for this movie to sell well enough. Um, Alex, that, you were you were steadily becoming our Paul W. S. Anderson. Uh, Expert. resident yeah. expert oh, oh, oh my god <laughs> not on purpose i can promise you that um, oh you love his movies don't deny you have i to. just like <laughs> capcom games and they happen to have a working relationship for some reason i, I mean they so, make a lot of money someone at capcom loves paul they're just no, like let's I think get they him all, again they all love him because he brings in so much fucking money with these oh my movies god. They don't care how bad they are. The ad revenue is just off the charts. What is what? What was the the uh, box office for this one? 
This first one. Uh, 102 million. Off of what? What was the budget? Uh, 33 million. Yeah, that's, I mean, like over three times return. That's not. Yeah. It's convenient it, it, you it, had that up, like right when he asked. That's awesome. I was like, "Oh man, am I gonna go look this up?" And you're Alec, to the ram of these of this plot synopsis on this Wikipedia page. <laughs> nice. I was say, nice. Alex, Alex is box office mojo. He's just like there's just a Ethernet cord plugged into him, and that's where we all get our results from. Got it all there. Um. All right. So as someone, so I, I'm sure out of this group, I am the uh, least resident evil. I a mm-hmm. um I think out of the RE games or the Resi games as people in Europe like to call them for some mm. reason I've probably played a little bit of four and that's it mm. um and uh oh no a little bit of five too so so squarely in the bullshit anime era of the Resident Evil games right. yes yeah. um and uh yeah I don't know I just I never I never felt the compulsion to go play the other ones. Um, which is fine yeah i, I, I own I, two off of alex's recommendation still haven't played it though the remake that is <laughs> yeah i will say like as someone who who uh unironically loves the original trilogy tank controls and all uh don't go back and play those <laughs> play the remakes <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so that that was my thing is i i played those originals when they were new and mm-hmm. you know i i was high school and college age resident evil fan and it was all very new and exciting and different to me. So even with the clumsy controls, it, it was fine. And then yeah. admittedly going back, it is difficult. If you haven't experienced them, certainly going back would not work out. So yeah, remakes would be great for those people. Um, yeah. But uh, I did leave before things got like as ridiculously anime as they became. <laughs> and I only heard about this through the grapevine and was just like, what? <laughs> like there's a guy <laughs> who punches a boulder and that's like the epic like conclusion to a whole game. Um, <laughs> but it's the uh, thing everyone remembers. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, but then I did. And come all I back remember in. about six is that controversy where people thought on the cover art. It was oh, like no. a woman giving a blowjob to a giraffe. Yep. Oh yeah. well, I think I've seen the giraffe thing. Jeez, I don't know. I think I think that's all anyone can ever say about six. That's huh. just <laughs> nothing yeah, else remember, happened in that game, really. Yeah, <laughs> that was what? definitely the lowest point I think for a lot of people. Yeah. I came back for seven because they did that one in VR, and uh, that that was a pretty fun experience as well. But I haven't played super tall vampire. <laughs> ladies everybody's <laughs> finish yeah step on you simulator <laughs> right yes. haven't played that one yet so i'm behind the it times. is great i'll tell you that uh all the stepping on you is right. so great oh man it's wonderful um, a lot of boxes so but but what's great is that what's great it what's weird is despite all that despite this kind of this long storied history of resident evil even like I mean, how many had they released by the time the first movie came out? Like the first three, right? Because the movie came out in two thousand two. Yeah. Um, yeah. Despite all that, the movie has nothing in common <laughs> with the, the 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 stories of the games. Despite like locations, like they yeah, took the I locales, mean, a lab setting. under a house, right? Like that's such a yeah, major right. element of the first game. Sure. And I think that's there. I think that, you know, having that and then that, yeah. we've got like organizations Locations. involved. Umbrella is the company that causes all of sure. this and they have their There's a liquor. There, there is a liquor from the second game even though this is the first movie. 
Yeah, um, but there's there's but there's no there's no Jill Valentine. There's no right. Albert Wesker. There's yeah. no and they do bring in those characters later, but it is weird to start the first movie without those characters. Like Right. Instead we have Alice. Yeah. Yeah. Who dresses like Ada Wong. At least in this first movie, she's dressed like Ada Wong. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's weird to just take only the setting and nothing else, especially given the fact that Paul W. S. Anderson by this point was like the gold standard for video game movies with Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat, yeah. And that's like a direct like adaptation of the events of the first Mortal Kombat movie. And then for this, mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, I just want the house and the lab and the zombies and everything else is whatever. Doesn't, doesn't matter. I'll, I've, been, I've been thinking about making a Matrix. You guys okay if I make a Matrix? Like, just comes <laughs> to Capcom with that. That's the pitch deck. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how much of this stuff comes from his like auteur vision of what sure. a Resident <laughs> Evil movie should be. It's so silly to say that. Uh, or if it was like somebody was producing was like, I want new characters because I want to own them. So that if we, mm. you know, like, I don't know, I, you know, I don't know, I don't have any information on that. But like, a lot of that stuff comes down to that is like, the company that either Capcom wouldn't license the characters, they just licensed that they might have licensed elements of it, like Umbrella in the title, but not the characters. Or the company that makes the movies, like, well, we want to make our own toys. Uh, because that's such a huge driving factor. Merchandise is such a driving factor for these films. If they wanted to make Alice toys and they knew they'd have to share profits with, you know, for Claire toys or Jill toys, sure. then they don't do that. That's um, weird. That'd so. be a weird consideration considering, and maybe they, maybe Capcom was still gun shy after the street fighter movie yeah. became what it was. Who knows? Um, but this was, this was a, a written and directed by, paul davis anderson joint which i don't know Mm -hmm. he can't get he can't keep getting away with this (laughs) (laughs) i i have a bad news dylan god what are you talking about this this for a while this is the only still getting oh oh no um (laughs) right there's only one of these right uh i multiply that by five (laughs) great perfect wait hang on no, I'm pretty sure it's uh, six total. Yeah, I was going to say, there are more, yeah. Uh, at least by him. I know there's also like animated Resident oh. Evils that oh, are not yeah, him. Sure, sure. There, so, there are, yeah, so there plenty are, of these. There are six of the live action movies, yeah. Mm-hmm. This is not only the first in this uh, franchise, this Paul W.S. Anderson Resident Evil franchise, but also the first movie he does with future wife, Mila Jovovich. Mm-hmm. Congrats. Wedding bells, I hear him ringing... In the, from the future <laughs> from, from so scene one that. waking up naked <laughs> in a shower right. uh, uh, we looked this up while watching the movie did not realize that like they meet on this set for mm-hmm. this film mm-hmm. and they're dating like for Off a while yeah. until like 2007 then he proposes and then they're they're not engaged they're engaged they're not engaged they're engaged like off and on again for a while then they have a kid in like 2011 and they marry in 2013 that's a long engagement that's a long courting period yeah Um, and they make they make five movies in that time (laughs) before they're actually married you're gonna say children (laughs) (laughs) uh it's just kind of funny that um I don't know. Yeah, I just kind of assume from like the get go, like, oh, they're they're star crossed lovers or something and, and like they've been through all these movies together and 
Uh, apparently, I don't know, a little, little shakier than that. Yeah, funny, funny is definitely a word for it. <laughs> I don't know. I just, yeah, I mean, whatever. It's just, it's so <laughs> the 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 longer it goes on, like if Paul Darius Anderson's entire career is just going to be, hey, I'm making movies that star my wife. I want to see my hot wife kick something. I just, <laughs> I, I mean, I guess, I don't know. There are Do you think all the ways? Rocky points were like between movies, so like he wasn't able to watch her fight stuff, and he's just like, this isn't doing anything for right, me. Right, that's why they broke up. It wasn't that she wasn't <laughs> committed to the relationship; it was that he had not seen her kick something recently right. enough. <laughs> that's the only reason they made the Monster Hunter movie. <laughs> I mean, yeah, <laughs> gotta keep this relationship alive. Right, gotta rekindle, <laughs> kick that spider bug. <laughs> all right, do we want to get into this? Uh, this movie. Do we want to? Because we have to. <laughs> well, no. Episode yeah. over. Done. <laughs> See you next time. All right. Here's the synopsis. Don't watch this movie. Good night, everyone. <laughs> I, I'm going to stand for this movie. I'm going to say this movie holds what up for exactly as early 2000s as it as it is, as it was. Like It it captured all those elements we talked about, the very like budget matrixiness of it. And it takes me back to a time when I was in high school and liked those things. Um, <laughs> I'm not saying it's good if you've never seen it, but I think it holds up as its own cheesy thing if you if you liked that stuff then. Um, and, and I will say it's weird I, I, uh, how much this ushered in an era of campy Resident Evil. Well, okay, Resident Evil's always been campy, but like more so. Yeah, as it, Dylan put it, the anime era. Yeah, like this was after three, and then we got four, and four was the one with like all the kung fu moves and suplexing, and yeah, and, and suplex a zombie it, in that. Yeah, it, it feels a whole lot more like the Matrix. So, who at Capcom was like, "This movie is the blueprint. This is what we've been missing all along <laughs> in our survival <laughs> horror game. Our survival yeah. horror franchise needs more anime kicks." They probably just saw the gross, the box office gross, and their eyes made the cash yeah. register noise and turned into dollar <laughs> signs. Um, yeah. But, like, they directly reference like, the laser grid scene in this, in 4. Like, there's a part mm-hmm. where Leon's walking through a facility, and the lasers come down, and you have to dodge them. Yeah. What does the Resident Evil game franchise look like without this movie? That's an interesting idea. Like, would it have stagnated, or, you know, what, what happens? I think it would have stagnated faster, and then they would have pivoted. They might have pivoted to what RE7 was mm-hmm. sooner, mm. possibly. Maybe, or maybe they, they burn out, and then the whole franchise dies, and maybe this movie is what saved it. <laughs> you know, who knows? I hope um, it would have still gotten revelations, at least. Society, if we didn't have to put up with all this Resident Evil. <laughs> <laughs> What could have been? Uh, All right, where do we start in this movie? So there's a cold open. A cr- and the we're coldest inside of open. the Umbrella Corporation as start things start to go to shit. Well, yeah. shouldn't we start with the the lecture from the voiceover? Oh, there is also a a lecturing voiceover. Yes, where it's um, like the Umbrella Corporation uh, is a, a multinational pharmaceutical and biogenetics research corporation that something, something, something does human and animal testing. And we have to explain this to you directly because we have no other smoother way to convey this yeah. information. They also set up that they are the Amazon of this world. They have products <laughs> in nine out of 10 homes. Uh, uh, umbrella runs everything. And it's, it's a cruel, cruel 
late stage capitalist world mm-hmm. under their thumb. Uh, but deep down inside the Umbrella Corporation, things also aren't as pleasant. You know, so maybe you should, we should feel bad for them a little bit. <laughs> I don't know. Have <laughs> uh, you ever thought about away? the faceless company? <laughs> yeah, you know. You ever think about Jeff Bezos and what he has to d- deal with? I mean, How hard his know, life his- is? His his science lab got flooded and like a bunch of employees turned to zombies. Think about how bad he feels right now. Yeah. You know, it's about the dollars that he lost. In <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. He has to sit in his mansion and and be real sad and dry his tears with hundred dollar bills. Right. Exactly. All right. How do we how do we get to flooding and zombies and all the good things? There's someone, this isn't terribly clear at this point, but someone's stealing something, uh, mm. uh, a virus. Some Kool-Aid in some... Right. Uh, and, and a cool, uh, silly straw glass vial. Man, um, Kool-Aid would have been a genius marketing like tie-in to sell uh, a little like T-virus weird Kool-Aid. straw. Yeah, like, get your T-virus, kids. <laughs> Get infected. This movie is definitely <laughs> for children. <laughs> this is absolutely what they missed out on. I would go on eBay right now and buy a T-Virus Silly Straw. If oh, that my was God. It would be amazing. Existing. So, yeah, they're these weird double helix jars. There's a green one and a blue one, I believe, are the two colors. Um, and they're, like, looking the at them in a... raspberry green apple. Yeah. They're looking at them in a hermetically sealed lab environment, or should be... I'm sorry, should be hermetically sealed lab environment that, for some reason, just has vents everywhere but whatever uh so he takes this this unseen person this like all we get is like a leather jacket and no other information about this person um takes a couple of these vials puts them in a case takes one vial just as he's gonna walk out the door and throws it over his shoulder and it cracks on the ground and gas rises up through the vents and spreads through the facility um we spend a little bit of time introducing some nameless characters just to have callbacks to them as zombies later so we get like coffee stain on his shirt guy and lab coat girl and angry about something else girl i don't know i can't remember all the characters here but one of them's named susan i think <laughs> that's scientists who, whose lab is currently getting flooded by the sprinkler system uh shouting at the camera about how there's no fire please there's you're no ruining fire the f- there's yeah. no fire yeah. yeah please you're ruining all of this research with your water um and uh yeah. i have this currently desiccated like opened up autopsied rabbit on the <laughs> yeah. on the uh on the operating table here please stop flooding this room <laughs> getting my rabbit wet this situation causes the whole lab to get uh, sealed. Uh, all the doors, all the security measures active. Yeah, no one can leave. A halon system activates and suffocates everyone that's like in the the hallway. Right, right. Can we talk about the elevator? Let's talk about the elevator. Because, because oh my god, it really yeah. bothers me. So, I, I guess I, Final Destination had come out by this point, right? Like, everybody has mm-hmm. seen elevators cut off people's heads in a movie somewhere. Um, <laughs> so, or in real life. And, yeah. And this lady in this elevator, uh, they, they get the elevators get stuck during all this, you know, the security alerts and everything. Co- spilled coffee guy is in there. Um, they try to force open the door, and there's like a two-inch gap at the bottom of the elevator um, that this lady's like, I could fit through. And she manages to put, like, just her head, maybe an arm, I can't remember, 
through this tiny, tiny gap. It's so funny how she's like, oh, I could do that. And then like only gets her head through. And right. Is like, she has oh, no. no awareness <laughs> right. of the full, like her entire body size. She's who like, who could have foreseen this happening? I can see through it. <laughs> this is a lady who like desperately needed cat whiskers at that moment. You know? <laughs> Just couldn't. <laughs> so so she tries to force her whole body through this very very tiny hole that she clearly can't get through and then she <laughs> says oh i'm stuck i'm stuck and the elevator starts to move again meaning oh we all know where this is going she's definitely going to get her head ripped off um <laughs> they fake you out they fake you out by by stopping just in time but the whole time she's like pull me pull me and everyone's trying to yank her through these doors and can't do it the elevator gets down to the bottom and stops Everyone here, just, just visualize an elevator and how those doors, like, they open up a, the full length of a human body, like the height <laughs> of a human body. What? <laughs> She's on the floor of the elevator with her head through the doors and never thinks to rise up in any way or, or, <laughs> or move at all. She just waits for herself to almost die as the elevator lowers, opening up all that space that she could escape through. Um and then, and then, what does it? Does it shoot up? I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it goes the other way. Yeah, and and all of that time, and it really raises up slowly enough. She could get out at that point as well, and instead just allows herself to become decapitated. Um, and I know when you're in a panicky situation, <laughs> you know, there, there, there's a chance you maybe don't think everything. Yeah, but if through. it's life or death. It's life or death, and there's like six other people in the elevator with her who could have been like, uh, just stand up, please. Just <laughs> please. Don't yeah. get your head ripped off right now. Imagine the tone of the movie if she kind of like her head hit the floor uh-huh. as the elevator was going down, and it just kind of like ramped her back through the door. <laughs> yeah, sort of like punching <laughs> a knockback. Yeah. Like, yeah. like you might have broken some up. teeth, but like, you know, would have just like pushed her back through the door. How <laughs> that that did bruise my lip, but I guess I'm grateful that everything worked out. <laughs> and everyone in the elevator is like, hooray! And then it just free falls. Yeah. <laughs> so it's uh, just a weird, unnecessary scene that does set the tone of like we're not thinking everything through in this movie. Just buckle right. up, mm-hmm. get on with it, and and don't worry <laughs> if stuff doesn't make sense. This movie yeah. does give me big um uh doom annihilation vibes. Where yeah. it's very much just like, hey, how how can we like do like PG thirteen zombie flick as cheaply as possible? Yeah. Here you go. Um milita- even up to the military squad being involved. So mm-hmm. we uh we cut to um the uh not yet married Mila Jovovich um who is naked and has passed out seemingly in a shower uh and conveniently the shower curtain has landed on her body in such a way as to not give this movie an R rating and uh she comes to and uh can't can't remember anything uh she's got protagonist amnesia everyone's favorite she goes to the bedroom there's like the what alex said before the ada wong red dress on the bed we need to point out that she goes through a closet full of white dresses and then the scene cuts and the next we see her she's wearing a red dress well so there's a red dress on the bed oh so so we do see the red dress in shot 
But what the IMDb trivia is quick to point out in its goof section, and this is like the goof section is like 16 pages long and it's all <laughs> little inconsequential shit like this. Right. Just but it's like, ears. it's a red dress, but it's not the same red dress. <laughs> it's just a different <laughs> okay. red dress. So she still had to find that one somewhere. Boom. <laughs> take that, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> Get doused. She finds a picture of herself with a lover question mark well the man so she's like hugging yeah uh, yeah i think she's wearing a wedding ring so like she understands that this is her husband in that photo yeah but she's like clearly disoriented so and then she gets tackled by some commandos basically yeah she she also does find the drawer the dresser drawer with the uh like keypad on glass that has like a submachine gun and a bunch of other weapons in it do they never really come back to that it's just like no here it is you have this in your bedroom a hint at the fact that she is more than she seems yeah right uh with a capacitive keypad on glass in 2002 wow what a umbrella what a fantastic company umbrella is yeah their technological innovations wonderful so yeah like you said the commandos kick in the windows they like throw her against the wall and they're like uh, report soldier you tell us what's going on <laughs> just like that just like they stutter they're like ah, ah. <laughs> and, and she's just like i don't know what you're talking about and it's a weird situation where we were i'm just gonna jump this ahead because it's kind of yeah. weird to, we find out that they know that the house has a security measure and also the secret lab underneath it that we're about to go into <gasps> uh, has a security measure that releases a gas that causes temporary amnesia so they know she's going to be unaware of her surroundings and everything else. <laughs> but instead of immediately telling her that, they break in through windows, yell at her a bunch, and then say, you're coming with us into this secret laboratory. Get down there. And then at some point go, oh, yeah, by the way, amnesia gas. <laughs> like, <laughs> what a weird security measure to yeah. have just in case your highly trained mansion guard yeah. uh, <laughs> happens Defects, to be guess, around or... for a security breach. Yeah. yeah what... Goes AWOL. Yeah. It's like, okay, so I guess like the assumption is whoever Umbrella's CEO, uh, Wesker, did they establish it's Wesker in these movies? I don't know how not, different. Certainly the... not in this movie. They did not. Okay. I, eventually, we're going to meet Wesker and other characters that we know, but right. I don't know if he's even the CEO. I'm not sure. You know. Right. Uh, yeah, well, he's I know he's the like CEO umbrella higher movie, up. Or, yeah, yeah, he's not. Yeah. Um, but but it's sort of funny that his like response to uh, we might have been robbed is to immediately give his his highly trained mansion guards amnesia mm-hmm. just in case. Yeah, they were the ones who yeah. robbed him. Maybe yeah. I don't know. Also, like, if you're gonna break into a, a secret lab and steal bioweapons, you might just be smart enough to put on a gas mask, and you know, like have some kind of filter in there that keeps you from getting amnesia gassed. And then the only thing your gas is doing is crippling your security force from stopping that person <laughs> who is right. breaking in. Yeah quickly forget all of your kung fu moves yeah. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's very strange so that oh, you no, slowly have to relearn them over a course of a movie yeah <laughs> yeah um so these guys reveal themselves to be uh special forces serving umbrella who are going to go in and uh do something in this lab that we'll have to reveal slowly over the course of the movie as well um 
but they take her down and on the way uh, run into another person who also has amnesia. Super convenient. Um, um, well, they run into two people, right? Yes, so you're right. You're right. The the people that the the how I like to refer to this guys. Uh, the first one. So Alice like looks outside for like a second and then gets like jump scared by this dude who is standing behind her and dragged back into the mansion. And this is right before the the you know special forces team breaks in uh the first guy i refer to as uh knockoff dane cook that's right because that's what he looks like he's got the spiked gelled hair and everything um correct and then the second guy i refer to as um knockoff thomas jane uh because he looks like the actor that played the punisher thomas jane mm-hmm. um and uh he's the one that has amnesia uh that they find down in like the first kind of floor b1 basement one of the uh the facility and and the the commandos are suspicious of both of them and bring them both along with them as they venture deeper and deeper into the the facility um should we also just kind of like their names don't really matter or like there there's like a bunch of the commandos I I've already if, forgotten most of these guys. Well, the Everyone only are... gets one name in this movie, which I do right. think is very fun. Either a first name or a last name, nothing else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got Cher, you got Beyonce, you got <laughs> yeah, um, Madonna. <laughs> right. Uh, man, what a movie that would make, though. But uh, <laughs> I guess the main two you need to know are the the squad leader, um, which I don't I don't remember his name, but he's the leader. And then uh, the main name Chad... you need to know is this one I don't remember. Is it Chad <laughs> Kaplan? Um, uh, we can we can pull Kaplan? up a cast list, I, I suppose, I, if we feel like we well, need I just to meant reference it was them. him and and then the other one is Michelle Rodriguez, right? Like right. those who, are like the only two <laughs> who is playing the role of Michelle Rodriguez in this film, <laughs> right? Yes. So, As she plays in every yes. movie she's in. Yes, the second and, highest billed actor on this Wikipedia page. Just because, what? Of course, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Michelle Rodriguez comes right after Mila Jovovich because she's incredible. like the only other one that's been in things. It is the same oh. on. Uh, well, everyone's been in things, but no one's been anything as big as the Fast and Furious franchise, I guess. Right. Um, but same on IMDb as it lists her right after Mila. It's like, you're the lead, and then I'm the other most important person. <laughs> oh, I get that. <laughs> Is this looking uh, at it retroactively? Because at this point in her career, was Mila Jovovich known for anything before Resident Evil? Uh, uh, that's a good <laughs> question. Let's see. Like, when was even the first Fast movie? Well, the first Fast movie was, I think we talked about this during the watching, like a year before this or two uh, years, something okay. like that. Okay. So, right. so she had broken into the scene uh, at that point. Right. Um, and then uh, for Mila... Um, right. Uh, Fifth Element and Zoolander would be the big ones. Right. Before yeah. this. She's in Zoolander? Yeah. Uh, huh. Katinka Inga Borgovina... Na, na, na. Right. <laughs> the exact name Very of good. Character. Very good. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but Fifth Element, fantastic movie. So, you know, yes. like she yeah. broke into the and sci-fi scene and people were excited to see what she was going to do next. Uh, yeah, sure. And, it's, and it's, she does good as Lilu. Like, you know, yeah. genuine chops there. Yeah, because she didn't have to talk. Motipass. Well, okay. <laughs> Corbin um, I had to look up Discount Dane Cook is Eric Mabius, I think, is who we're referring to. That's a, that's a fake name. Uh, and then Thomas Jane is James Purfoy, who has done a lot of really good stuff, actually. Like, even though he does look just like <laughs> you do think of Thomas Jane first and then him for sure. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, he's done he's done some really good stuff. 
All right, so we, we got this. Let's 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 keep moving forward. We we got this team. They're all collected together. They're going into the the base. They find the dude on the train, who his name is Spence. I don't remember or Spencer. I think it's Spence. No, it's Spence. Um, and I don't remember knockoff Dane Cook's actual name. But yeah, they explain the amnesia gas. They talk about how there's a facility built underneath the mansion, which all kind of holds together with the kind of setting of the first game um they have to deactivate this artificial intelligence that they mm-hmm. re- refer to as the red queen who is the one is played by a vaguely synthesized voice child yeah like it i can't tell how much of it is synthesized but it's definitely like a kid saying these lines oh yeah which is it's just a- weird why is your ai a, a young girl <laughs> uh, I don't know if if this movie were made today though this this character would definitely be played by Millie Bro- Millie Bro- Bobby Brown no yeah. doubt. <laughs> yeah. um, Michaela Dicker did the voice apparently. I'm trying to figure out how old she was at the time, but okay. the, in the movie, in the fiction of the universe, the premise is that the developer of this AI based it on his daughter who had passed away, which is a trope we see mm-hmm. all the time in fiction. Right. And so, it's also okay. like something the soldier types just say. Yeah, like, yeah. It's like, they was just this in the dossier? Is this yeah. like just common uh, knowledge in the Umbrella okay. Corporation? Well, I must have missed that. If one. you're like the special forces breaking in, I guess you know certain things about what's going on in that lab, sure. security wise. Someone, well, someone has a line that's like, "Don't you read the the briefings or something?" Yeah, I remember that much. I guess there's a difference between knowing that and then repeating it for the sake of the audience slash the amnesiac characters knowing. You know what mm-hmm, I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. They like they wouldn't care about telling them, but like every Sl- fucking slasher dumb teammate that didn't read the briefing, right? Every commando is just a uh, plot regurgitation machine mm-hmm. to to keep the audience up to date. And zombie food eventually, and delicious, delicious zombie food. They get to basically the um, kind of front desk of where like the Red Queen's. Uh, <laughs> kind of ai core is stored right and that's at the end where the of the umbrella corp secretary would be to right you exactly way in. and it's at the end of this long uh hallway and they go don't they go through a couple locales at this point like they go through that very like obviously ridley scott alien-esque looking yeah certainly room at some with like point the fog they, and shit they walk through that i'm not sure when it lines up but um it it's weird because it doesn't match like so much of the rest of the movie like Everything is new for its time, office-y kind of setup with lab yeah. environments, you know, like Less glass window. Steel. Yeah, yeah. And then they have this one room where it's like old, rusted cages. <laughs> it's yeah. like, mm-hmm. who? what is this? And why is there like right. constant fog on the floor? And <laughs> so like giant HVAC <laughs> tubes that look like just super <laughs> dirty. Yeah. Just like weaving and everywhere. Mila at one point looks out a window and it's got like a city skyline and you know she's probably thinking what you're thinking like aren't we underground and it's someone going like yeah they're tv screens to make you think you know you're in a normal office or something good for With- morale and it, okay. it feels like very much like an excuse yeah uh, uh like we had to shoot this on a location in a skyscraper so like let's shoot a little b-roll here to like help explain why there's you said that and i i want to see that moment and see if it looks like a screen or if it does just look 
absolutely like they're in a skyscraper. And it's I feel real. like it would. It's just yeah, a I, fancy umbrella corporation screen. Okay, they invented incredibly high resolution screens yeah. for this purpose. <laughs> um, the liquid Kool Aid displays. Um, mm. The so so the question there is: Do these people not go home? Do they do they live? Is there like a yes. barracks? I mean, their entrance is through Mila Jovovich's house. Yeah, so. like would you see like scores <laughs> of people like marching through the mansion every day? Does, does the mansion have a parking deck? Like, <laughs> how does this work? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The logistics there don't don't seem to make much sense. Um, so they get to this room, and they're like, "All right, down this hallway is where we gotta." Uh, where the red queen is and we gotta mm. we gotta get through this door and it's like a giant hermetically sealed metal door at the end of this like hall of mirrors looking thing just like very shiny like brightly lit hallway um one of the guys goes down and he gets this little doodad out that like sits on the keypad at the end of the hall and has like a little radio transmitter and like hacks the door open or something mm-hmm. um, and he's like all right it's all good everyone come through yeah, and all yeah. most of the commandos, except for like one of them, and then all the civilians they have, go through, and then the door behind or both doors shut close. You raise your finger. Don't raise your I finger at me. I think it's just Kaplan and three three other commandos. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay, because Mila Jovovich doesn't yeah. go through, so it's Mila Jovovich and then their hacker guy is the guy that stays behind because this is like the one memorable scene in the movie right right exactly this is the laser grid scene and i remember the the four very specific deaths that happen here all right you want to walk us through them then okay so yeah it's the laser grid scene if you're unfamiliar there's a laser grid in this room and it's gonna sweep across the hall and if it hits you it's like lightsaber it just it just immediately slices off whatever it touches mm-hmm. um oddly uh, only hands though always aims for the hands yeah doesn't make we, much we, sense we we have uh like the first time it comes through there's like a, a a get down and and three of them get down but one of them like his hand's still up for some reason and the third one just doesn't hear it because he's real dumb i guess and, and it goes through like his head a uh, guy whose hand's still up, he loses his fingers and he's screaming. Uh, one of one of the people who's like with him is like, "Ah, oh, we need a medic, you know, like real bad." And it's like you're in a room that's completely sealed. Uh, listen, lady, you're in a death trap. Medics aren't going to get to you anytime soon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, I don't think any of your teammates have like medical experience. I don't know who you're shouting for. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, so one guy gets head halved, uh, and he's just gone. Uh, finger guy screaming. Um, Kaplan, I, this is the one that like goes, uh, oh man. So at one point well, it like moves, last. it does like a ducking motion. Right, like well, someone's yeah. getting ready to, to duck it or jump it or no, something. No, yeah. He's going to jump and it, like, gets over him it. In the, and it yeah. gets him in the waist. Yeah. Um, and then, and Kaplan happens to be like really good at gymnastics. So he grabs the ceiling and pulls himself up and it just, it slices the tip of his combat knife. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then so he's the only one left and uh he's like ready what, what you know? the thing is he's, with he's, this whole scene is it's like it's like a amplified step up from the whole uh Catherine Zeta Jones like weaving through the lasers thing except like the lasers are moving and you have to jump and dodge and weave and all of that right. and 
<clears throat> and it seems like, oh, okay, well, there is a way to get through this. If you if you jump at the right times, if you duck at the right times, you are going to survive this. You just have to be on top of your game. And everyone else yeah. dies, but Kaplan is making it to the end. <laughs> and then in the last and second... <laughs> these lasers turn into a grid mesh. Like, it comes at him as one laser, and he's ready. He's prepped. He's going to use his, his skills. And then it, like... All of a sudden, like, 30 more lasers turn on, and it just yeah. turns into a, a web, and... Uh, he just has, like, an no, oh, no shit panic moment. in this man's eye. <laughs> <laughs> what, as we watch what is it. in his eye, though? <laughs> uh, <laughs> laser uh, turns goo. out. Yeah. Uh, it, it hits him, and you sort of watch him up close, and man, yeah, this scene definitely still is the one that holds up the best. It's just, it's very memorable. Uh, his, his eye has been lasered through and you see it kind of shift and like some goo leak out as his body the goo is turns the into worst cubes. Part. The yeah. humors. Yeah. Uh 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 man and as is an idea that I think probably gonna come up on this podcast series a lot, uh Paul W. Sanderson's idea like best ideas all come from other movies, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So immediately my first thought was like, oh huh, this is this is the scene like the opening from Cube. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah, you know? yeah. Paul Darius Anderson, huge Cube fan. What's yeah. also funny Probably about is. this? <laughs> uh, Probably. <laughs> what's also funny about this scene is that right after it like slices through him, it just immediately stops because the people outside have successfully disarmed it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like <laughs> the laser like, goes late. completely through him and then stops and then deactivates. So the thing is, if I were in this room. I would just press myself up against the rear door. Yes. So I had the most amount of time. Yes. For the laser to deactivate. Yeah. He could have survived had he done exactly that. Right. But instead, he he was like, I'm going to do the laser for long enough when it turns to the mesh. He has like maybe like a second or two of reaction time. A second. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like he could have just like, all right, I'm just going to like, I'm going to die anyway. So might as well like get to the back of the room. Yeah. Oh man, what if Definitely, that like um, turned off when it was like an inch into you though? Oh, <laughs> like, how, well, like, you'd be, be dead. Good. You'd be dead. You would be dead. But yeah, you'd go uh, into shock at least. But like, I guess it depends on how thick you are. I'm a big boy. <laughs> <laughs> an I'm inch cut into boy. me might not be the same as an inch cut into some people. I guess. Yeah, I well, suppose. You see, the Kaplan is built. And, right. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're a life. They're a life yeah. group. Certainly, an inch in mm-hmm. your face is is a problem, though. Like yes. for everyone. Yeah. An inch in your face. Uh. The Nick Mendel story. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Hold uh. on. <laughs> I'm not sure. No matter what role you put me in in that like title, that it comes out good for me. <laughs> yeah. Well, shouldn't have said it then. Uh, but just like that, we've got uh the team leadership and and like half of uh, them three extras <laughs> yeah just it's gone very efficient this movie is efficient with getting rid of the useless characters it's yeah. it's not it as efficient anytime it's not as quick as his later works where he gets even better at getting rid of everyone but his wife uh, in a <laughs> yeah, film that's true it does Compared drag on Monster a little Hunter. bit longer <laughs> right um but so uh, then they have this back and forth of like, all right, well, the door's unlocked now. And they're all just like, I ain't going down there. I ain't going down there. <laughs> well, um, this movie can't continue if we don't, don't go down there. All right, let's go down yeah, there. Yeah, shit, you're right. Um, 
so the hacker guy and uh, Mila Jovovich eventually go down the hallway to this kind of server room where they're going to disarm uh, the Red Queen. Uh, the Red Queen kind of reveals herself and does like this uh, red hologram mm-hmm. of a young British child. Absolutely. Looks like- just like so pleasant and uh, <laughs> not at all terrifying. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, shimmering, like kind of looks like she's made out of jello. just kind of has this like kind of <laughs> shimmer to her. Um, and she's like, uh, because, because the Red Queen is the one that has all the security systems in place in order for them to further traverse the, the facility, they need to disarm her. And she's like, don't disarm me. You'll regret it. <laughs> it's gonna suck if you that's, turn me off. It's a pretty accurate uh, portrayal yeah. of her accent. And then right before like they a like weird fully... British, but not like it has a little bit of like uh, uh, I don't know Eastern European mixed in with it kind of thing. Right. I don't know. And a Young kid sing. trying to act. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, it's like first big role for kids. Like, all right, God nail this. God nail this. I'm the evil AI. <laughs> Why are you singing? Ah, oh, whatever. Just go with it. I uh, was programmed this way. <laughs> um, and then right before they shut her off, she like turns and faces Mila Jovovich is like, you're going to die. And then like mm-hmm. gets shut uh, off. You're all going to yeah. die in here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so she tries to warn them and uh, they cut her off anyway. Um and the rest of the uh, doors all open throughout the place, which flashes um, also some of the like uh, gigger tanks <laughs> in the weird aliens room um, uh-huh. opening up as well. And that's where Michelle Rodriguez and some of the other folks um, run into our very first zombies of the Resident Evil movie franchise. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Uh, Here they come. Yeah. Um, Finally, it's going to start getting good. So Michelle Rodriguez like sees someone and she's like, hey, I got a survivor here. And she goes up to her and she's like, hey, you're going to be okay. Don't worry. And that lady turns around and has black teeth and blood dripping out of her mouth and white gross skin. and uh, Or maybe it's a guy. I can't remember. But whatever. Lunges at her and uh manages to bite michelle rodriguez for what will be the first of seven times throughout this film that she gets bitten <laughs> um a kind michelle of an rodriguez amazing has the superpower of being a somewhat respected actor at this point and while every other soldier takes one bite it becomes a zombie near instantly mm-hmm. uh takes seven yes yeah. <laughs> yes throughout the whole movie um, so she gets bitten, they they unload on this zombie, and then uh, everybody kind of comes in and is like, what's going on? Why'd you shoot a survivor? They bit me. <laughs> they uh, <laughs> Then a bunch of other zombies start to emerge from the uh, the fog machine that's been running for the last couple of hours on the floor. I believe they also say this quote-unquote survivor took like nine bullets to drop. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's um, a suspect. And this yeah. is, and then they turn her. Oh, and we should point out, and then they turn around, and the corpse is gone. And you yes. pointed out that this is apparently intentional—a very intentional like, moment that means nothing in the context of the film, right? Uh, but uh, the, merely a nod to the games. Yeah, because if where... you leave a room in the games and you've left a body there to save memory, the game just erases it. Right? I assume that's yeah. why. <laughs> yeah, please, Cyberpunk. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but in this movie, as soon as they like look away for half a second, 
the body is gone. They don't even have to like leave the area. It just disappears. Um, and that's a weird one. Uh, but we do get another bunch of zombies uh, breaking out uh, in this scene. And this is where I think like I think the weird laser grid eye stuff holds up super well after all these years. But this is the first time where we see some CG that took me out of the film personally. I know you liked it, Alex. But they had this weird like half skull um zombie makeup or not makeup but zombie cg where you know you had like pieces of the face missing and another one with like uh, a missing eyeball or something i can't remember exactly it's very it's very pirates of the caribbean one where it's like we're gonna show off all these different monster designs Mm -hmm. right there's there's two zombies in this scene that instead of makeup they did like some weird cgi too and i just think the uncanny valleyness of it kind of worked and and i was a little bummed they never do it again the rest are just really <laughs> yeah. really bad well that was their makeup. entire budget i don't think yeah. you understand yeah <laughs> it was um, it was enough i mean i get where you're coming from where it is like unsettling to look at but it was mm-hmm. enough where it was just like oh man i kind of like that everything was makeup and now this puts <laughs> me out of it um mm-hmm. well if you want a zombie movie where everyone's makeup may i recommend to you nick a doom annihilation okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> A quality film that you will no doubt enjoy if you watch. Uh huh. <laughs> Which they have, they have like one zombie in that, just copy pasted throughout the whole film. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, what happens immediately after this? So they fire fight with these zombies, obviously. Yeah. Um. I think mm-hmm. at this point we get uh, a separation. For mm. some reason, I forget how this happens, but like Alice goes They're- off on her own. They're trying to open a door. Yeah, Alice like rejoins them in the middle of this with with her crew, uh, and Michelle Rodriguez's crew is trying to get a door open. Um, and what is actually, I think, a pretty good turn. Uh, as, as soon as this zombie fight has gotten boring, the door opens, and uh, thank God! Oh, surprise! There's like a thousand zombies behind the door, and the guy who was opening it. Uh, just gets grabbed immediately. That's right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and like <laughs> I, one guy tries to go in after him and also gets grabbed. And what is definitely the smartest move? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I think uh, Michelle Rodriguez also tries to reach for him, and I think she gets bitten right. again here. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> this is bite number two. Get yeah. the counter. <laughs> she is shrugging him off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they and they pull her back. Um, and what was maybe like. My favorite little goof there was they pull her back and there's a shot that shows her standing next to her crew, including uh, Alice, uh, Mila, and just the rest of the soldiers that are left basically standing in a row in a shot from the person who's being dragged point of view. Oh, yeah. And if you look at that shot, there's a zombie facing him, like basically <laughs> a part of that same row, <laughs> like just not really there. reacting to just where it is. It's just there, just shaking his head. Like you hate to see it happen. You hate to see yeah. <laughs> someone get lost to zombies. Um, all right, but so at some point after this, they they, I think they are trying to like find their way back, like to the surface or something. Yeah, um, because- at this point, it's just trying to escape. And they're on a timer, right? Because they say, like, after a certain point, the, the like, facility, like, permanently locks down um, at, like, sunrise or something or, like, some sort of hour count. Um, and they get separated somehow. So Alice gets, like, separated on her own, and she's, like, walking a part of the facility. And she uh, comes across the, the meat dogs 
the mm-hmm. zombie dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, which one of you said, I don't remember who said it, but said the dogs just look like dogs with like red silly string and just I like, mean, yeah. that's basically what they are. They've took actual Dobermans and they, they put some kind of like <laughs> meat, like looking substance and just like hung it over them all over the place. What's weird is it's actually kind of a good effect. Like it does make them look both reminiscent of the video game, you know, zombie yeah. dogs and it is unsettling to me at least to see these like just raw looking, you know, actual dogs. The only downside is I'm pretty sure they had like three dogs and they just composited shots of those same three (laughs) dogs multiple times. So you do see the exact same dog over and over again. Um, And Uh, that's, that's a little disappointing. Yeah. They changed the makeup a little bit or maybe just makeup changed in the habit of, of filming uh, mm-hmm. dogs doing things and, and dog makeup. One of them definitely had like a bitten ear though and there, some of them didn't. So. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I said, there were like at least three or something like that but there were so mm-hmm. many repeated ones in spite of that. Yeah, absolutely. Ka- Kaplan is not the leader. I was making a mistake by the way. That is uh, James. James who got diced. Oh, of course. Oh. Yeah, Dice but James. If anything, that just shows how hard it is to keep track of any character in this movie because none of them none of them stick out right yeah and their names aren't like repeated in a way that makes them feel yeah right exactly except for spence who can forget spence because alice has said a lot so many times (laughs) i could still forget Um, it (laughs) so Um, uh, during the zombie dog fight we should Uh say that this is when mila first does crazy kung fu moves or no it's Mm -hmm. right it's it's kind of right around this same time she uh she locks herself in a room with a corpse um, who stands up and then she does crazy kung fu moves on that guy then dogs break through the window so yes, which is an a a fun nod yeah yeah to that leaving. moment in resident evil where yeah. dogs jump through a window right i know i know very you. little Vari one but i know dogs jump through windows yeah yeah it's it's a shocking the- like ah moment when you're a kid playing right. that like yeah it was um, like the first game to do that Act- wait no Sorry, Alone in the Dark definitely did it first. Sure. I'm remembering now. But they but still anyway, had, yes. you know, the the mood was there. The timing was there. It was all done in the games. And yes. it, you know, it's a whatever. It's a throwback in this. Um, mm-hmm. But this is where she takes those kung fu moves and like very matrixy wall runs and kicks off and kicks a dog <laughs> in the head in midair. <laughs> with, with like the very matrix style music being like, down, yeah. down, boom, 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 boom. The really bad attempt at roughly matrix sure. style music. Yeah. Very this, this is where the movie electronica. soundtrack shifts into permanent butt techno. Jovich has glow sticks while she's fighting the dogs. So then we got Dane Cook is also separated. And he's in like the office wing where there's just like a bunch of, you know, it's open office plan, you know, Umbrella Corporation, very modern, very, very contemporary. Um, And he's like walking through and looking at each desk and he eventually finds one that has like a picture of this woman who I think we saw before in the uh, the intro. And uh, he's like, oh, where is she? And he turns around and sees her. And she's like, and he's like, oh, it's you! Finally, I was looking all over for you. And at this point, you're like, obviously, yeah. it's a zombie. How dumb what? can you be, dude? <laughs> like, 
Like how, 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 yes, your, your sister, who is the person you're looking for, is the only person to survive this zombie virus outbreak. How yeah. convenient. But it's not the case. She comes up, she's a zombie, immediately tries to <laughs> bite him. Whoops. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, <laughs> uh, Mila Jovovich comes into the room and then bludgeons this woman to death with a paperweight. <laughs> yes. <laughs> to save this guy. Yeah. Um, and then we get a little thing about like he uh and also she has a gun now, but I think she spent all the ammo on the dogs. So they oh, give her some. Right. I forgot the, yeah. the shooting because she goes back out. So oh, she Yeah. Right. The shooting where it just shows her. Like it's just a million cuts of her face and her hand shooting this gun, and you don't see anything of like where her bullets went. And I was half expecting it to like cut back to the dogs. And just all of them looking around like, oh, no, everything fine? <laughs> we, okay, let's you keep missed attacking every her, I one guess. Of us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a Pulp Fiction. It's like, oh, right, divine yeah. intervention. <laughs> um, but yeah, so she, uh, the Dane Cook explains to her that uh, his sister worked at this facility and was going to was gonna blow this whole thing wide open mm-hmm. uh, and was going to say, explain how uh, the Umbrella Corporation was doing this illegal bioweapon experimentation um, and was going to reveal it to the world. And uh, Mila Jovovich gets a flashback in her head of her seemingly talking to this woman on like the mansion grounds and was going to like conspire with her to reveal what Umbrella was up to. And she's like, oh, um, like my memories are coming back and like. Dane Cook says something like, yeah, she was like talking to someone on the inside, but I don't know who it was. Emilio Jovich is like, huh, yeah, definitely not going to tell you it was me. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) She has the flashback in the moment and could be like, oh, yeah, yeah, well, I got news. But I think what what does flip it is he's like, I don't know who she was talking to or if that's the person who betrayed her. And so (laughs) she's like, "Mm, I don't know if I'm the person who betrayed her or not. So maybe I'll just chill on this for a little while. Let's figure that out together. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So they they rendezvous with the uh, the rest of the team again. Um, Back back in that fucking like uh, opening antechamber to the the laser grid hallway. Mm -hmm. Um, And they're like, we got to turn the Red Queen back on. We have to hear her posh British British accent explain to us. Just gotta hear it. <laughs> what, what happened down here? And they argue about that, and then they eventually uh, they do they do they it. Turn her back on, and, and they then say, well, the they worst say, thing happens. Well, okay. they say that if they turn her back on this time, and if they ever have to turn her off again, it'll be permanent. Like she'll be permanently disabled. Like this is a this is a point of no return, basically. Mm-hmm. Okay. They also uh, rigged it as a remote too, so they can take it with right. them and just be like, "You're done." Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, the Red Queen gets reactivated and proceeds to say the worst thing a child could say, <laughs> um, which is, "I've been a bad girl." Oh, yeah. It's just, no. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> I've been very naughty. I've released the T-Virus chicken chaser (laughs) (laughs) Uh, alright so man and she reveals uh, uh, the nature of what's been going on why there's zombies which is uh, a virus got released 
Surprise. Wow. If you yeah. watched um, this far in the movie and you didn't get that, just catch you up real quick. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she shows like them video footage of one of their, I think the guy who got dragged away from the mm. door after he opened it, like he's laying there dead and then he turns and he gets up and she's like, that's what happens. Yeah. When you but, get bit. But the big thing is she's saying, like, if this gets out, the whole world's going to die. So I did the right thing by shutting it down. I know I had to kill a lot of people, but I saved mm. a lot more people by killing these people. And that's why I can't let you out either. I, the AI based on a child, have made the most rational decision. Yeah. The needs of the mini, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> et cetera. You know the I've thing. I've seen Star Trek, she says. <laughs> <laughs> a direct line. Uh, yeah, so she she's like, I can't let you leave. Now you've reactivated me. And then they go, well, we got this kill switch. Mm-hmm. And if you don't let us go, we're going to fry you. Which, I mean, does an AI, can an AI comprehend their own mortality? Does That's this perhaps this yeah. is AI based water? on a child, maybe? But I don't know how, I, I, I don't know at any point how much of a child she is, other than that she sure. is voiced as a child and represented in 3D <laughs> space as a child through holograms. But, <laughs> uh, but I think she has become self aware, it seems. So she understands that she has some purpose um and one i mean they maybe they're just they're gambling on her wanting to live but she it seems to work because she's like all right well i'll let you uh get out of this room or whatever it is she does for them um she kind of plays along at least for a little while uh to try to to do her job yeah and i think also they're like this is a dead end how do we get out of here and then the next scene they're like oh there's a like a access crate access great over here that we yeah, can use. yeah yeah like um, <laughs> at this point someone's turned traitor i think it's spencer sort of spence yeah, he has not, yeah. he has not a, turned yet before they go right. into the sewers he hasn't turned yeah, but okay but we are getting hints through the flashbacks that spence is uh I mean, we know it. We I said this during, and I felt real shitty because you're like, "Well, I didn't know it." <laughs> but mm-hmm. to me, it's it's fairly obvious from the beginning of the film because uh, there is one person in a leather jacket in this whole movie, and it's the person who <laughs> lets out the virus in the beginning. Someone's and then breaking later the dress Spence. code, <laughs> and it has to be the bad guy. So. Uh, spent- I, I think we're jumping around a little bit though, just because I think the sewer stuff happens before they turn her back on. Oh, so oh is that when might. they go through all the yeah. zombies? Yeah. It's hard you to tell. Right. Yeah. It, it doesn't matter. The pieces and parts. This is such a blur of a movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so they do try to escape through the sewer um, or through the access tunnels or whatever underneath. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, at, yeah. At which a point. Subterraneous, subterraneous uh, laboratory facilities need sewers. Yeah. Right. Well, that are even lower. Access even tunnels, deeper. heat vents, things like that. Th- these are all likely elements that you would include oh okay what do you some sort of subterranean like research lab developer or something you're trying to upsell me on all this extra shit oh (laughs) i think more importantly all video games like pre-2005 need sewers therefore all video game movies it's just amazing that nobody crawled through vents at some point in this (laughs) movie (laughs) Um, come out to the coast have a couple of drinks so uh, they do try to escape through the sewers, but they find mm-hmm. them packed with zombies. A couple more people die. 
Um, Michelle Rodriguez uh, gets bitten for her like fifth and sixth times. Um, yeah, I would have loved her one to just more be to like, go. "Man, what the fuck? Like, what is? Me- God damn it!" <laughs> Mila wearing like the most revealing outfit of anyone in this party uh, gets bit none times and yes. does sick kung fu moves on all of the zombies. Uh-huh. Yes, <laughs> gets up in their grill with her fists and seemingly yeah. doesn't get di- get bitten. And at one point, you can hear Paul Anderson behind the camera just going, oh, like, as he's watching oh, no. this. He's oh, just, no. <laughs> this is this is what he's here for. This is the whole purpose behind everything. <laughs> they So they get through the tunnels, and they do know, uh, they do find out that there is an antivirus that is an right. option here. So yes. I, I'm now looking at the, the synopsis to just catch ourselves up since we did get off a little bit. Uh, yeah. the, the, they do activate the ai again before the tunnels and then they yeah. take the tunnels to go get the antivirus oh, yeah. um but while they're going to get the antivirus uh or they, they make it into the room where the virus was stored where it was all released um and they open the case and they realize there's no virus there's no antivirus it's all gone uh, um, mm. it has been absconded stolen with. yes by who um by and the this, punisher this is yeah this is when uh spence sort of starts to reveal his thing because uh he and mila have like both caught up with their memories the amnesia gas has worn off and they they have like a knowing look at each other like you know don't you <laughs> and, mm-hmm. uh, and uh and mila lunges for a gun that's like stand sitting right by spence yeah, uh, yeah. which is Goes just about as well as you could plan. She falls like right on her face in the water, and he, <laughs> he grabs it. Yeah. Uh, and then yeah. he leaves. He gets out of there, and he locks him in a flooded room. Not before with, being uh, bitten, um, which uh, is weird true. because it right. doesn't. It doesn't. I'm looking at that, and I'm like, but that doesn't matter at any point. <laughs> <laughs> well, it shows the stakes in like using the the antivirus, right? Oh right. right, right, yeah. Because um, he's like, shit. Point. Now I gotta use the antivirus because yeah. he knows where it is. Because he had made it as far as the train, which is where they picked him up when he passed out from the mm-hmm. amnesia gas, and he had s- hidden away the case containing both the virus and the antivirus. And he's planning on taking the virus and basically selling it on the black market. So this is suspense within the context of this movie is basically the Albert Wesker character, like what his. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of goals are in Resident Evil One, which again, I don't know why the fuck you didn't just use those characters for all of this. If you're just going to use like the very similar like character motivations and plot outline, yeah, to prove how good his fan fiction was. Well, yeah, he he failed. Yeah. So no, just I mean, to just certainly. to set up the stakes here, we are um, our main characters: uh, Mila Jovovich, Michelle Rodriguez, and Budget Dane Cook. I. Th- think yes <laughs> yes uh, yes three Still of here. them locked in a lab room because spence uh has escaped with the virus and antivirus or at least the antivirus um in a yeah no he, he has he has gone to the train where it is the virus and the antivirus are um mm-hmm. they're trapped in here the red queen is active um and she explains well i i did have uh a knowledge of the antivirus but it's, it's not guaranteed to work we don't know that it right. would work and that's why i didn't let you just go out with the antivirus i wasn't gonna take that risk right um and then she's also like i also have another ace up my sleeve uh which is the liquor um so which we then get a scene of it 
killing Spence. Right. Yeah. But right. not only that, uh, don't the people trapped in the room get a scene of that? Yeah, don't, she's like, she hang on. it to the cameras? <laughs> she's, like, <laughs> no, she's like, I know I'm killing you, but check this shit out. <laughs> I want you to see how good I am at playing 4D chess. I've yeah. been waiting for one of you to beat me this whole time because I specifically let out this one crazy zombie who has like... <laughs> His like brain is exposed. He walks on four clawed hooves and yeah. mm-hmm. like has a tongue that shoots six feet long. Uh, I let him out at the train so that if any of you did escape, you'd still die. Um, yeah. Because I knew that the virus is dangerous. Uh, <laughs> so, um, what we what and, we and should after... mention, okay, or maybe we shouldn't mention. I don't know. We did miss a beat when we were in the sewers. Which is that several of the the team die there, and that left us with those three. Um, but there is one guy who uh, who got bitten, and he's like, oh, "I've only got one bullet left in my gun. I'm just going to use it on myself. You guys go." And mm-hmm. then we hear him fire off screen, but then we cut back to him, and he just takes the gun. And he has he has shot one of the zombies, and he throws the gun. And he's like, "Fuck this! I'm not going to die like this." Yeah, you have like, to work for away. your food. Yeah, and he and he crawls through a hole that was behind him the whole time <laughs> yeah, that, that, yeah. Uh, <laughs> well he had already been bitten by that point so yes. okay. like he was very uh he, he he was very uh negative on his future outlook let's say yes. prognosis negative yeah uh, <laughs> back, to, back to spence who is a corpse now uh the liquor is sort of eating him and yeah. is, is evolving spence, is spence cg in this shot Probably, maybe probably, it probably easier to make the liquor CG because the liquor certainly is right. Um, yeah, yeah, probably CG eat like instead of having it a, a, a CG dummy interact body or something with a live thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, um, but he's chewing on him and his like limbs expand and stretch and they're like, yep, it's evolving because that's what it, they do apparently. It turns from very canonical, kind of faithful adaptation of a liquor to Paul W.S. Anderson fan fiction liquor. Yeah. <laughs> uh, very quickly. Uh, barely had any screen time as like... But... Yeah. So I remember when it first emerges, we were like, oh, that like it looks exactly like a liquor. That's really cool. They like got it really right. And then just yeah. immediately. It's just, <laughs> it's just Paul to, to be fair, Anderson. though, throughout the Resident Evil franchise, we do have all sorts of weird mutations that happen as a reaction to the virus. Sure. Even in the first game, there's like that one like immortal zombie because the virus reacted weird in him. The tyrant. And then you've got the whole nemesis project, a tyrant and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like we, we do see this happen a fair amount. So it's right. not like totally if they're saying like all liquors do this, I guess it's off book, but for one of them to be mutating it's not necessarily especially since it might not have uh because the liquor apparently was the result of the virus the t-virus being exposed to live human tissue just Mm -hmm. injected straight into it and so maybe now that it's eating something that has the antivirus uh well i Mm -hmm. guess he didn't shoot he didn't shoot up the antivirus did he yeah i can't i can't remember i don't remember how Um, many doses or where they get used but I just um, imagine Paul W. Sanderson like standing behind the CG artist making the evolved liquor and just sweatily being like, make make his tongue longer. Make his tongue longer. Yeah. Oh my God. B- bigger lips. <laughs> so Alice is like, well, that's it. I win because you can't get out of this room and I killed that guy. So everything's going to be good. You mean and, the Alice? Oh, I'm sorry, not Alice. I'm sorry. Red yeah. Queen is like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. and, oh, holy uh, shit. No, no, no. Holy shit. She's Hold like, on. Hold on. Okay. Alice, yes, Red Queen, yes, Wonderland Alice. thing, yes, 
Red Queen. Yes. Right. Alice. Oh my God. We get it, Dylan. Red Queen. <laughs> you're not you're not blowing minds here. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Uh, what I wish is that there were more. I feel like there's like chess metaphors that happen a lot in this. There's the Wonderland metaphor. They call this place the hive, but like none of these metaphors like really blend together. They're just like, oh, here's one thing and it links with another thing. And then we're done talking kind about of. that. Like we're done talking are you, about. Are you linking. telling me Paul Dirk Anderson has bad ideas? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and the laser grid was actually a chess board. Oh, it's all coming together. Um,. <laughs> Also, we're sort of getting motivations mixed up here because I know, like, Red Queen bad and, and she released the Off liquor, their heads. right? But also, she's like, oh, you can leave if you kill your infected friend That's with an right. axe. That's right. She's so like, she's not like, totally, you have to stay in here and die. You're right. She's I was, I was clearly still that leading wrong. them on a little bit. Yeah. Right. Um, and so she's, like, talking to them a lot. And then Alice, like, angrily, like, picks up a chair that's in the room and smashes, like, the michael scott sized hdtv that's (laughs) hanging on the wall and breaks it this is this is the scene where she picks up an axe and she's gonna cut off right uh michelle rodriguez's head or something to to kill her before the infection takes it there's a lot of screaming and then smashes yeah smashes the tv uh which completely stops the red queen from talking right so we're like Like, oh was was she all in the tv it's yeah (laughs) i was partially hoping for like I, yeah. I, I was hoping for another TV to like light up on the other end of the room. It's like still here. Yeah, yeah. That didn't and, do and then, it. Like someone else walks into the room after that with like the deactivation remote and is like, "Hey, I just turned her off. I hope that's okay." Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. almost like they explained it after the effect. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's a fake out. Yeah. It's supposed to make you think like, "Oh my god, did she do something by hitting the TV?" Because the uh-huh. door immediately opens and you're like, "What? Mm. That worked?" Right. And then it's Kaplan who is the guy that we misnamed. You know, it's actual yeah, Kaplan. Right. Uh, and, and Jeff Kaplan from the he Overwatch has, team. Yeah, he Jeff has Kaplan's crawled here. out of the sewers uh, and has the remote and was like, as she wouldn't open the door, so I turned her off. Um, so funny cool. to me. It's like, this door won't unlock, therefore yeah. I'm going to permanently kill this AI so I can get through this door. Yeah, that's how technology works and security systems definitely all operate on that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, they find... Spence's body. This is where they reach the train, and they're like, "All right, mm-hmm. we're gonna get off. We're we're gonna blow this popsicle stand." Uh, Mila has a moment where she takes her ring off and like drops it by his body. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just it feels very like okay, right? Yeah, because He's we dead, should clarify. <laughs> we should clarify because they they were both kind of undercover security living in the mansion, and their mm-hmm. uh like whole uh guys was that they were married. Right, mm-hmm. and it love. was just an act. But Spence, in some of the flashbacks, uh, finds out that Mila Jovovich is working with the person who is going to sort of like expose right. Umbrella, and he's like, "Well, we could have a good life together if I instead sell this virus for millions of dollars." <laughs> I guess, and he doesn't yeah. ask Mila about that or check in with her at all. He's just like, "I'm going to go forward this plan. I'm pretty sure it'll work out." And then when she's not down with it as we learn in the you know uh in the basement or in the in the lab uh, and he's like well fuck you i'm gonna take the money and run before getting <laughs> eaten by eaten by the liquor right, uh right. so, so, they power, so sh- they, yeah go ahead they power so they power up the train 
Uh, they all get on board. It's like this fucking like Soviet era looking like diesel locomotive that goes down this track. Um, they they give uh, Mila Jovovich and no, not Mila. They give Michelle so, Rodriguez mm-hmm. the uh, antivirus, um, and I believe they're planning on giving it to the other guy. Yeah. Well, so the other guy actually hasn't been hit yet. Um, no, no, he no, got the, bit uh, earlier. Spence not, not, gets hit by the not liquor. Not Dane Cook. The the Kaplan, the guy yeah. who crawled through a hole after escaping yeah. the sewers. Yeah, Did he not um, get bitten. He, he does not yet. Apparently, just oh, going off of the synopsis we read here. Um, what happens is they're giving Rain the vaccine, and Rain uh, being Mila, Michelle Rodriguez's character. Right. Thank you. Uh, Mila's got the gun to her, and suddenly, like, like, because because it looks like it's not going to take. She's she's slipping. She's fading fast. Uh, and then Michelle Rodriguez like grabs the barrel of the guns, like I'm not dead yet, and it's like triumphant music. They did it. They made it. And then the liquor's hand like claws through the side or the bottom of the train, and hits Kaplan. Like that's the scratch he gets that turns him like immediately into a zombie. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess not. Like, Kaplan. Kaplan. Kaplan does er, turn, but like he turned because he was bitten in the sewer. They do hit him with the antivirus, but like we don't know if it's gonna work. That's our our whole setup here with the Red Queen is we don't know if the antivirus works. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and then Matt is the other guy who's here. Oh, okay, the, Matt's the one who gets scratched on the arm. Yeah, yeah. right. Dink yeah. Cook. And, uh, and the liquor is scratching through this fucking reinforced steel like it's goddamn tissue paper. Right. Sometimes, like it's like, sometimes it rips through it. Other times they close a door and it's like, oh, I can't get through this. <laughs> oh, you <laughs> spoiled me. Um, but it reaches into the uh, um, control room of this locomotive and like pulls. Uh, it pulls Kaplan out. Pulls Kaplan out. Uh, He's immediately dead. Uh, yeah. Don't have to worry about that extra anymore. <laughs> um, it, was, it was his last day of shooting. And right. then they are trying to figure out what to do with like, the liquor matt, matt and alice are trying to figure out like where do we shoot this thing how do we kill it uh and at that point michelle rodriguez actually turns right uh and she like cracks her neck i think when yeah. she stands up <laughs> yeah like <laughs> tough zombie like what she does get like uh, a seventh bite in this whole sequence as well i'm fairly certain somewhere in there she gets bitten <laughs> Yeah, uh, Matt <laughs> just happens to just turn around and shoot her in the head, so it's like of no consequence anyway that she turned. Uh, just completely removes her character from the movie at that point. Well, uh, two things happen. He can't. He's like has to wrestle with her first because okay. Mila's wrestling with the liquor, and he can't help her because he's fighting with Michelle Rodriguez. Pushes right. her off and shoots her, and in doing so, she stumbles backwards. The dead Michelle Rodriguez and the back of her head hits a button that like drops out the opening of the floor on this train for some reason. That's right. a thing. Uh-huh. How yeah, many trains floor. are are like unloaded from beneath where the track <laughs> is? I don't, right. I don't think that's a thing. <laughs> um, uh, but, uh, but it has the liquor's tongue then drapes down and wraps around like the electrical uh, track and yeah. it sets it on fire. Yes. And the best looking they, fire. Right. The glorious <laughs> yeah. CG the incredible flames. CG fire. Uh and that's how it dies. Yeah. It just gets like Ray! pulled out of the train and Yay. dragged across the the uh the rails until it burns 
in a way that I don't think flesh burns <laughs> that way, even if well, you're on you an electrical. Know? You only you know what? CGI the facilities. Flesh? That's you only right. build the facilities. You don't know anything about what goes on yeah, in them. That's true. That's true. <laughs> um, uh, they make it back to the mansion, and they're they're like, "Hooray, we did it! We made it out together." But they have uh, no more antivirus, and Matt is like getting all shivery and like, uh, uh, "Too infected." Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and and then, then some scientists grab him. ET style. Like, they open yeah. the doors. There's a white tunnel. Lots of light. They're in full hazmat suits. They yank they, uh, Matt onto a table. Right. And they somehow they're like, we want him in the Nemesis program. Yes, yeah. the big and line. They they somehow uh, restrain Mila Jovovich, despite the fact that she has been drop kicking zombies this entire yes. movie. So these two <laughs> wimpy scientists are able to just like hold her back. Um, and the butt yeah. techno is also still playing during this battle. Like little like noodles of like red spaghetti are like coming out of the scratch on Dane Cook's <laughs> arm. And he's yeah. like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> bam, bam, like, bam, like bam, down, down, down. Mila's character is losing the one person she bonded with over the course of this whole thing, and it's a dre- deeply sad moment for her, but it's just... It's just another day at the club! So we kind of fade to black, cut into a Alice waking up in a laboratory somewhere else, um, mm-hmm. only... Wearing two sheets of paper taped <laughs> to her. <Yeah>. Uh, <laughs> it's just It's just her on set looking, it was like... Yeah, Paul. I don't think I don't think people in hospitals wear this stuff. It's like, no, 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 no. Trust, trust me. Anyways, no, <laughs> please put, put it on. Please, please wear it. It just it seems on. like if you're going to dehumanize a person, just go full nude, or you know, like well, it's now that so I know that nothing. she's been in. Now that I know that she's been in Fifth Element, she's used to wearing like just yeah, that's thin true. Straps. That's true. <laughs> she built a career on it. Um. So yeah, two two sheets of paper literally like rubber banded to her and mm-hmm. lots and lots of needles stuck in her, which she painstakingly rips oh, out of her scalp yeah. and arms. Yeah. Um, blood Ooh. splatters on a like pristine white floor. Um mm-hmm. and she uh she escapes the room by like <laughs> she lockpicks an she electric f- magnetic lock. <laughs> With two of the fucking syringes are yeah. just in her. The needles in her arms. She it's like a card swipe slot. Yeah. And she sticks the needle in it and fiddles it around until it gives. And I'm like, what? And then and not only does it give, but it it opens the door. Like, Disengages the lock. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like um, electronically. Yeah. Uh, And she exits to find herself in Raccoon City while it is like burning and there's like a police car there. She pulls a shotgun out of and credits. Yeah. Uh, Which I mean is a good setup. Uh, You know, like it's definitely what you wanted to see at the end of that movie. You wanted to be like, oh, yeah, the rest of the world is fucked and we get a whole zombie apocalypse or at least Mm -hmm. a zombie, you know, city. Um Uh Like I think a raccoon city, even. a raccoon zombie city. Uh, it it is it is what you wanted. I think I think it was like the right ending. Uh, and, and the whole movie's just like a cheesy kind of fun ride. I don't know. I think it works. No, no. <laughs> well, 
absolutely not. <laughs> it's just, it's again, like, I, I, you know, I feel like a broken record when I say this, but I just hate this era of movie making, especially like yeah. that B-tier action blockbuster movie. It's just I, like so schlocky. And it is. It's, I mean, it's not the action in this, like, like the part where she fucking like jumps into the air and spin kicks a dog is pretty funny and it doesn't overstay its welcome. It's not like the Laura Croft movie where it's just Laura Croft doing like ridiculous death defying acts yeah. anytime she's in an action scene and you're just like, okay, like whatever. Like this is like, ah, that's pretty dumb. And the whole movie is just kind of like a series of dumb things. But like this, this movie, like in the direct comparison is that doom annihilation movie we saw. It doesn't, qualitatively raise the bar much higher than that movie like there's mm-hmm. better production value even though that even though that doom movie came out in 2019 there's better production value in this movie than in that and there's like maybe like a little more i don't know uh nuance or whatever you want to say to this than that direct-to-video schlock but it still feels like resoundly in that world in that in that in that realm right to me yeah, no, I, I agree. I think the biggest thing that is working in its favor for me is probably nostalgia. I watched this at the right age, the right testosterone level, the right <laughs> like I was like, yeah, this is fun. Uh, so like, I think yeah, it, uh, <laughs> boobies. Yeah, like that one that one <laughs> booby that you see in this movie. <laughs> uh, so like, I th- I think it it landed for me then, and so it's a fun callback for me now. I probably wouldn't like it anywhere near as much if I saw it like, you know, fresh today. Yeah, uh, yeah. So like that, I did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and I just plumb forgot about basically everything in it so badly that I needed a synopsis today. Yeah. Like, this is <laughs> we watch this a little bit later than we usually do as well. We We normally would like watch within a day or two and then do our episode. But instead, we had a week between which did hurt. A little yeah. bit on remembering those details, I mean, like when did the summer happen? Back and rewatch it. No one's stopping you from watching it an eighth. For time. some reason, we decided against that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> d- damn self-preservation kicking in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, oh, man. Ultimately, Nick, what would you give this movie? This is this is three zombie dogs multiplied three times out of ten. So nine out of ten. <laughs> yeah sure i guess <laughs> wow. but, but it's really just a three that has been repeated okay. a few times yeah. right they're like they're like photocopies and they get weaker yeah. and weaker every time yeah, yeah they're a little degraded by the time yeah. so we're maybe at like a six at okay. best all right uh what about you alex uh i'd say it's somewhere around like a resident evil five you know like <laughs> a boulder punching <laughs> bastard yeah <laughs> a a very racist boulder punching bastard oh yeah oh, my god <laughs> unfortunately um i would give this movie a one resident out of 10 evils mm. yeah that's pretty low yeah that's surprisingly that's, low you know yeah it doesn't do much for me um so i'm excited to watch five more of these things <laughs> <laughs> i imagine uh, they almost get better yeah yeah i mean that's what movies do they just yeah. they, they Se- the sequels accumulate. tend to approve upon the previous one mm-hmm, mm-hmm. every time you look at rise of skywalker mm-hmm. uh indy 4 um any movie 
<laughs> any movie. <laughs> any movie. Name a movie. Its sequel's better. So, uh, uh, forgive me for not having listened to like all of the Attract Mode episodes, but uh, you wow. son like, of a bitch! Wow, what I'm sorry. the fuck? I'm Alex. so disgusted. Uh, uh, if, correct me if I'm wrong. Is is Nick the the trivia guy? Because I did pull up some trivia. <laughs> you here. can have it, man. Go <laughs> for you, it. You, okay. <laughs> <laughs> is Nick uh, the trivia guy? Just, uh, Nick, are you the trivia guy? I fill in whatever role is needed in that moment, and uh, uh-huh. okay. if you got it, you go for it. Mostly, I, only, I only found like two or three interesting ones. Uh, so I try. I had to figure out what exactly was on the dogs to make them zombie dogs, mm-hmm. and apparently that Mom's makeup, spaghetti. <laughs> all that makeup is like real blooded meat. Oh, oh which all right. It, turns out was not smart because the dogs kept like eating it off of each other they should have filmed that (laughs) they so should have filmed that it would look great seeing dogs just like picking at each other yeah yeah (laughs) that's dumb Um, also michelle rodriguez is a real big fan of the games and apparently told her agent if a movie was ever going to happen of the games that she wanted to be in it well she loves to can yeah Mm. she she does love to can (laughs) actually I think it's The Rock who loves to can. Michelle was just there to tag along. Uh, that was Vin Diesel. Alex. Uh, same guy. Uh, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, the Rock's just his... His, uh, his body double? Yeah. Or, or his, his wrestling name. Uh, <laughs> Dwayne the Vin s- Diesel Johnson. And I saw something in here about how during the forming of like filming of one of the stunt scenes apparently mila gave paul a black eye oh. uh on accident just just whipped around and punched him right in the face and that's, and I that's think when we he all, fell in love <laughs> i was gonna say we can all safely assume that was the moment mm-hmm. yeah paul's right. absolutely we now know <laughs> <laughs> all right well good trivia on that yeah. note uh nikki ready for our next movie you're gonna have to tell me what it is, <laughs> and then you'll let me know if you're ready or not. Yeah. <laughs> um, our next movie is gonna be a brand new release. Oh, Nick. No. Oh no. Uh, Dynasty Warriors is coming to a Netflix near you. Woo! The, right. Everyone's favorite uh, Toho. Is that what they're called? Are they a Toho uh, company? Yeah. Toho. Musu. 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 The um, original Musu. Yes, we're taking it all the way back to the first one. Again, I have no familiarity with Dynasty Warriors, so I'm yeah, going into this I'm, I'm completely blind. Basically the same, although I have played the Hyrule Warriors games, so we'll see if that gives me <laughs> any insight. <laughs> the only thing I know about Dynasty Warriors is do not pursue Lubu. Well, Hopefully uh, well, they don't. Let's see if we know what that means. <laughs> I, I, you know, it, it might be a game about, it might be a movie about pr- Lubu being pursued and how they shouldn't have done that. We'll definitely we, shake our heads. Yeah. If that happens. Yeah. <laughs> we will choose to pursue Lubu next time. Mm-hmm.